From the Old City, a practical Torah commentary by Gutman Lodge. Numbers 33, Maaseh, the Oral Torah. This portion of the Torah lists each of the 42 encampments where the children of Israel camped on their journey from Egypt until they reached the Jordan River. Finally, after 40 years of wandering, they were about to cross into the promised homeland of the Jewish people. While certainly each of these encampments was a physical, historical encampment, Still, we must know that these encampments are also 42 stages in our spiritual development. Each represents a different characteristic or stage that we go through on our own individual journey from slavery to physical freedom, and on to the spiritual freedom that is represented by our ascent into the Holy Land. How is it that only one of these encampments mentions the scenery? In fact, nowhere else in the Torah do we read what a place looked like unless the description had something to do with the location or was needed to understand the text. But regarding the camp of Elim, we are told that there were 12 springs of water and 70 date palms. The sages tell us that the streams represent the 12 tribes and the trees represent the 70 elders. But more interesting than the reason for the scenery being recorded here is clear proof that the written Torah points to a companion Torah, the Oral Torah. In the text, there's absolutely no need, no use, nor explanation for these springs and trees. If this comes to tell us that the springs and trees are for drinking and eating, then what did they drink and eat at the other encampments? For this answer, we have to look to the oral tradition that has been handed down with the written scripture from Mount Sinai. Contaminated Land In this week's portion of the Torah, we are warned that when we go up into the land of Israel, the repercussions of sin will be much greater than they were before. For instance, a sin such as murder will contaminate the land in which you dwell. The laws regarding contaminations are quite complicated. For instance, we learn about what can become unclean and what cannot, what spreads the uncleanliness and what does not, what can be cleansed and what can not be cleansed. One area of the law that is clear, however, is that something connected to the ground, such as a plant or a house, does not become unclean from the most severe form of uncleanliness, which is the uncleanliness that comes from contact with a dead body. So the question has to be, if something connected to the ground cannot become unclean, how is it that here we are warned that the land itself can become unclean? The answer is, all of those laws regarding uncleanliness were referring to physical uncleanliness, and a warning regarding the land refers to spiritual uncleanliness. There are many spiritual aspects to the laws of physical uncleanliness. For instance, if the uncleanliness shows up on a bridegroom, we push off his isolation requirements until after seven days of marriage celebrations. This does not make physical sense in that the seven days of celebrations bring many people in contact with him, 
If he is contaminated, there certainly is no physical reason to allow him to push off his isolation. Another example is when a house is about to be declared unclean, although houses themselves cannot become unclean from contact with a dead body, they can become unclean due to a spiritual affliction. We are told that we can quickly bring all the vessels that are in the house outside so that when the house is declared unclean, those vessels will remain clean. Again, we see that this does not make physical sense and is allowed only because of the spiritual aspects of uncleanliness. However, with the uncleanliness concerning the contamination of the land of Israel, the Torah is referring to a type of contamination that is entirely spiritual. When there is sin in the land, the land itself becomes spiritually unclean. This means that such things as seeing the spiritual perspective and learning Torah will become much more difficult than when the land was pure. In such a place, it will seem that God is hiding more. Good deeds will become rare, and kindness will all but disappear. When Cain, the first person born, murdered his brother, God said, The voice of your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. The sins of the generation are not just in the people who do them, but reach the land itself. One of the commandments incumbent upon all people of the world is to ensure that there are just courts in their land. If there are not just courts in your land, and if you cannot change this, then it would be wise to consider moving to a different land. We see that being righteous in an unrighteous place is not enough. Either we must change the place where we live, or the place where we live will change us. There is one.com.